0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Hello, this is John Dorsey. How you doing, buddy boy? Be scared.
0: What's better than this? Guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes podcast, presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs from the Draft Network. And we are your hosts here on this Tuesday, Takes on Takes edition of the show. We got some fun stuff to get into, and Kyle, I can't wait to find out your take on this one Joe Flacco comment that we got that we'll get into in just a moment. Kyle, welcome to the show.
1: Welcome to Tot, Joe. It's Tot today. <laughs> okay. Takes on Takes, Tot Tuesday. This is what I'm I'm unofficially calling this show now, just Tot
0: did you have T-O-T. time to think about that today at the uh, the mechanic shop or was that listen, what you came up
1: with? Listen to me. We're not talking about car dealership incidents and <laughs> auto repairs. We both had a bad day yesterday.
0: We sure did.
1: You and I combined spent an S load of money getting our cars back in operating affairs.
0: Yours yours was 3 times mine. So,
1: yeah. Yeah, it seems to be every time I um, I take the car to get the auto service done. I'm paying for uh, a new cell phone. It seems to be the, the trend every single time, which is why I'm flying to Charlotte uh, to see you in early December because I'm trying to minimize the wear and tear on this GD car as much as I possibly can.
0: You talked about it uh, all weekend. You were fretting. Monday's visit to the mechanic shop and it turned out as every bit as bad as you had anticipated
1: Kyle and then some because they tell me it's a 90 minute service so I sit and wait and three hours goes by I give them the courtesy of twice the amount of time that they committed to to do the service and then I have to seek out the individual and ask do you have an update for me And he says, oh, yeah, I'll be right with you. You need X, Y, and Z. And he's just rocked my world because he dropped like, you need stuff that's going to cost some money. But he runs off to, to work with somebody else. Joe, I sat there for another hour before he came to find me. So I literally spent four hours sitting on my butt working off my laptop trying to get some football work done in the lobby of the dealership before he came over and told me what the deal was. And then I said, uh, what's your timetable to get this done? He said, oh, it'll be another couple hours. I said, I'm out of here. Call me when it's done. I walked out.
0: Kyle, um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you dealt with that. My story's not as bad, but it was very disappointing. And um, how about the Oakland Raiders, Kyle? Speaking of disappointing... Five first-round picks now over the next two drafts. So welcome, Raiders Nation, to this podcast because we're going to talk a lot over the next two years. Trading Amari Cooper this time for a number one pick from the Dallas Cowboys. They thought they were Amari Cooper away from competing this year. Kyle, let's go. What do you got to say on this deal?
1: Uh, I want to call up Jerry and tell him he's won Ryan Tannehill away, too. See if that gets me anywhere. um that's a bold move you know amari played great the first two years in the league he put up like 2300 receiving yards and then had a statistical backslide in 2017 he struggled with drops he has 22 catches since fi 20, or 22 drops since 2015
0: yeah it's been uh, a problem but
1: he did he did set a career high in touchdown receptions last year at seven which is interesting because everything else like slid back hard but he had the most touchdowns he's ever had and You know, no less than six months ago, John Gruden's talking about how Amari Cooper's going to be the focal point of the offense. And we've traded him. So, you know, John Gruden right now, he's just the car salesman. He's going to tell you what you want to hear, but he's got his agenda. I guess that's the theme of the day, right? His cars. (laughs) I didn't even realize that until it came out, but he's got his own agenda. He's going to tell you what you want to hear. But he should not be trusted at all. If I'm Derek Carr, if I'm Gabe Jackson, my head's on a swivel. They're playing in Oakland. Is Gary On Conley next? I don't know, but I guarantee you he's not done.
0: He said he was, though, right? So I, I know that you just played that up and not to trust him. He's a used car salesman, but he literally said he's not trading anyone else. So we'll see if that proves to okay, be true. John. Uh, yeah, so the, the the Cowboys traded for 2016 uh Amari Cooper. That's what happened, right? So they're banking yes. on that coming back and uh to me it, what is this the third time Jerry Jones has traded a number 1 pick for a receiver? The first time Joey Galloway, second time Roy Williams and now this time is Amari Cooper. To me the overriding implication here is obviously Dallas felt like they needed to improve the receiving core and that's no question they needed to do that. But to me, this really commits to Dak Prescott and the belief in him to be the guy and giving him every opportunity, which I totally respect. I really do. But this kind of plays into our discussion from yesterday about Blake Bortles and the Jacksonville Jaguars and how they continue to, I don't know, fool themselves into believing that they have their guy. And now they don't have a number one pick next year. And not to say that next year was a year to get a quarterback, but to me, this, this really does scream commitment to Dak Prescott, and I think that's a dangerous proposition.
1: Yeah, have we watched uh, the vast majority of Dak Prescott since 2017 started? Because it hasn't been the same guy as what he was in 2016. I remember when everybody crowned Dak Prescott and everybody called every draft nick on the face of the planet an effing moron because they missed on Dak Prescott. Well, Dak Prescott suddenly looks like a middle-round guy that's got some nice qualities, <laughs> but you know it's, it's regression to the mean, right? Yep, yep. And um, I think it's a very dangerous game to be committing long-term with an otherwise pretty talented roster to an average quarterback because you're going to put yourself in quarterback purgatory where you're never quite bad enough to get that opportunity to land somebody else, but you're never quite good enough to really – honestly compete as a team and i think there was a slippery slope for dallas right now
0: and i don't want to spend too much more time on this but i feel like there are other ways dallas could have improved the wide receiving core other than this and i'm not talking about today but looking at some of the other deals right that were done for receivers and looking at the jarvis landry trade the josh gordon trade um releasing creating your own issue by releasing des bryant now you gave up a number one for Amari Cooper. I don't know. It doesn't settle well with me. We'll see how it goes, and uh, maybe D- Dallas fans will be laughing at us here in a few weeks. We'll find out.
1: Yeah. Well, we will see how it goes, Joe. It's, it's one of those things we have to wait and see where, how the dust settles here and, and uh, see how Amari acclimates to, to Dallas and if he's 2016 Amari Cooper or 2017 Amari Cooper. But, Joe, one thing that we don't have to wait and see about is I have a great opportunity if you like to look good and play good, I got a great opportunity for you as a listener of this show to get your hands on some really high-quality clothing without having to pay what you would expect to pay for cover price. Swap.com, one of our sponsors for today's show, uh, is the world's largest online consignment and thrift store. With Swap.com, you can save up to 90% off retail price on your favorite brands like Lululemon, Carter's, Nike, J. Crew. The Gap, and more. Quality hand-inspected items are added each and every day on their inventory, and if something does not fit, you can enjoy hassle-free returns within 30 days thanks to swap.com. So here is our special offer to you as a listener of this show. Get 35% off select items with your first order if you use our promo code locked On. And you can find additional deals each and every day on Swap.com's homepage. So once again, 35% off select items on your first order using our promo code LOCKEDON. We'll be right back after this short break to get into Takes on Takes. Talk Tuesday, baby.
2: Valentine's Day is just around the corner, and it's only fitting that this important interruption is brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Have you thought about what you're getting your loved one this year? Or maybe you want to give the gift of sweet-smelling grundle bliss to your partner. I'm talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. Whether you're the only one who gets to see what's going on down there, or you're one of many, Do you, your partner, and everyone else a favor and introduce yourself to this revolutionary. Company. Manscaped just launched their brand new perfect package. Inside the Manscaped Perfect Package, you'll find their Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer, which features skin safe technology and will prevent you or your man from cutting his nuts. Speaking of smelling nice, let's be real. No one wants to carry around that locker room smell with them. That's why I am thankful for the Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver. These products keep your crotchal region from sweating, smelling, and sticking. The perfect package will also come with a pair of Manscaped and guess who else will thank you? Your balls will thank you. 20% off and free shipping when you use the promo code locked on at manscape.com.
1: Joe, are you ready to get weird? Yeah, let's do it. Let's get weird. Okay, so Sean Lamont at eleven the goat. I had to give this one to you because I can't handle it. Oh, I wanted I to give can? it to you. You beat me to the punch. This was the one I had targeted for you. Sean says, Trace McSorley is the NFL's next Taysom Hill-type weapon. Joe, your reaction to this, please.
0: I, it's it's difficult because it's it's a new thing, right? Like, how do you know who the next Taysom Hill is? Like, he didn't even know he was going to be in that role. It's just such a unique situation, and I'm not sure it really works elsewhere other than an offense like New Orleans where you have Drew Brees in this dynamic rushing attack and so many weapons in the passing game and a great offensive line and and again Drew Brees to be the orchestrator of all of this i just don't think that this is something the NFL is necessarily looking for i know it's a copycat league but is there really this demand for people that fill that Taysom Hill uh role i no i i, I think maybe this does speak to Maybe what we think about Trace McSorley as an NFL prospect, kind of a you know fringe draftable type guy. You think about a different role. So I think this, this take is more of an indictment on what McSorley is in the NFL more so than everyone looking for a Taysom Hill type player to fill that role. All right, Kyle, I'm going to give this one to you. This comes from Anthony Liccardi. K.J. Hill is the best wide receiver prospect on that Buckeyes team and it isn't very close. His route running and hands are better than Paris Campbell by a good margin. However, Campbell will be taken higher.
1: I think everything Anthony said is accurate. Uh, K.J. Hill's impressed me this year. Uh, The Ohio State wide receivers in general were tough to study over the course of the summer, so I didn't know a ton about Hill coming in just because they got limited targets. and uh, J.T. Barrett's not the kind of guy that's going to put a ball on the body of a receiver. You know, the baseline quality of a passer but uh this year specifically with kill i uh, hill uh, i think he's made some terrific plays down the field joey this, this is the guy that made that big run mm-hmm. after catch against penn state and i thought that play specifically really encapsulated a lot of what makes kj Hull an attractive prospect the ability to pluck the ball with bodies around him that uh, vision and balance to shrug off that first contact before getting to the boundary and then looking to make a cut and make something happen after the field. He's certainly not as explosive as Paris Campbell, but the things that make you a good receiver, his route running in hands, I do agree that he's better than Campbell at. Campbell's going to be a splash player because of how explosive he is in straight line situations. He's going to test through the roots So if you want the better athlete that you think you can mold, Paris Campbell is the guy for you. If you want a guy that's got a little more polish on him right now, that's going to be KJ Hill. Matt Barr, Joe, you're getting all the, the bad quarterback takes <laughs> on today's show. Matt okay. Barr says CJ Beathard is the best backup quarterback in football. Your reaction, please.
0: My reaction is he's not. There's there's much better backup quarterbacks out there. Um, it's not it's not CJ Beathard. He's I think he's played well compared to what I thought he would be in the NFL and he's really embraced Kyle Shanahan's system and, and, and performed well as, as well as you'd like a backup. But again, the best backup in qu- quarterback in football, eh,
1: I'm not, I'm not there. I'm not there. For Kyle. for full transparency, uh, Beathard's completing so, so far in his pro career, uh, less than 58% of his passes and has, 13 interceptions versus 11 touchdowns, and that's playing better than what your expectations were.
0: Yeah, there's better backups out there. No question. Teddy Bridgewater, for one. All I needed to think of was one, right? Teddy Bridgewater. There you go. All right, Cal. It's time to to continue the quarterback discussion. This is the one we've been waiting for.
1: No. I don't want to do it. No, you're getting this. You're getting this. I don't want to do it, Joe. No, please.
0: Okay. Well, this is what the people want, and you're a man of the people. Kieran Flood. Joe Flacco will be the starting quarterback for your Miami Dolphins next season.
1: Be the first elite quarterback we've had since Dan Marino. <laughs> You've
0: been practicing. You guys not had that, that worked up for two days now.
1: <laughs> Listen, uh, honestly, I'm at the point I would probably take Joe over Ryan, uh, Ryan Tannehill. For sure. Um, even like washed Joe. Uh, I think it's been good seeing Flacco with some weapons around him. That's kind of brought him back at least a little bit from what seemed like a a two-and-a-half, three-year lull in his career where everything was just super bad. Joe's played better this year than he has in recent years. But um, listen, I am all for whatever bridge quarterback we got to go out and get that's going to prevent Mm – reaching on a quarterback prospect in 2019 if it's not there for the Miami Dolphins and prevents Ryan Tannehill from being the starter in 2019 until the 2020 draft comes around. So it hurts because Joe's perception is, is very bad, but at the same time, Joe has played better this year and I'm so done with Ryan Tannehill that you can give me Joe Flacco. I I will actually take Joe Flacco. So, Joe, the next one that I have for you is from Peter Dadswell. I love this take. There's a lot of layers to this take. You can't be surprised that I'm giving this to you. Peter Dadswell, Dadders on Twitter, says, There will be an NFL team based in London before any of the 2018 first-round quarterbacks win a ring.
0: I don't, I don't agree. I think, I think one of them will get one. Who? That's not part of the take, Ooh. Kyle. Just one yeah, of them. It's, Where, I just I've, made
1: it part of the take. I've dude. got five.
0: Maybe maybe Lamar Jackson this year, and he has nothing <laughs> to do with it, right? <laughs> maybe we saw a Super Bowl preview in the Ravens and Saints. Um, I, I think my answer here is is more about the, the doubt that I have that we see a team based out of London anytime soon. I think that's a long-term process. We've heard about it for a long time but there's so many logistics to work out with that and such a stress on that franchise for what it would have to do. I don't know. I I just don't, I think that we've had a lot of relocation. I'm not sure, you know, if Jacksonville seems to be the, the likely team, but I heard something where they, they turned down that move, something about stadium funding or something. And they're, they're in Jacksonville and it seems like they're doing pretty well in terms of where they've been. I just, I don't see a course for it. So uh i'll go with i'll go with the likelihood of there being a a super bowl win from one of these 2018 first rounders much sooner than we see an nfl team permanently based out of london uh kyle i've got we got some good stuff to get into here in just a minute but before we do i want to tell everyone about one of our sponsors today and of course i'm talking about my bookie if you think you know who's going to win these football games this weekend Head over to my bookie, you got to check this out. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why I'm always going to tell you to bet with my bookie. They are your best bet this season. They've been in business for years, have great reviews online, and their mobile site is easy to use. I'd only recommend a service to my listeners that's been good to me. And that's why I'm urging you to make your way to my bookie. You win, they pay. They have in-game live betting, over/unders on the fantasy points scored and the most rewarding player perks in the business. We've got a deal for you guys. Check this out. If you will go to my bookie after 7 p.m., because this service is slammed with new betters, they are willing to give you an additional twenty-five dollar free play on deposits over one hundred dollars. You can head over there after 7 p.m. to take advantage of that. Join now. My bookie will match that deposit dollar for dollar, but after 7 p.m. You get that free $25 play on deposits over $100. You've got to use our promo code though, which is locked on25. Again, our promo code is locked on25 with my bookie. That's M Y B O O K A, excuse me, M Y B O O K I E. And don't forget to use our promo code locked on25 when creating your account to claim your free play. $25 after 7 p.m., guys. Wait until after dinner and get that extra money. You play. You win, you get paid. Check out my bookie today. We'll be right back after this to give get into some more takes on takes. This is NFL Under Review, local experts on the biggest NFL stories. All right, Kyle. We got a handful left to get into. We saved some yes. of the best for last.
1: Yes.
0: You ready for this? I got my yes. choices here. I got my choices here. Yeah, make, All right, it, here make we go. it
1: count. Make it count. There's some good ones.
0: Uh respected man-man, respected madman, and he's got two coming up here. Yeah, so you don't know to yet. Yeah, I don't know where you're yet. going yet. All right. With the Lions getting a run God. game and previously God. always being the division pest, that team that makes other teams have to earn the division. The Lions will win the division this season. Are the Lions the NFC North champs, Kyle?
1: Uh, my producer right now is pulling up the standings and it's showing this thing is a dog fight. Vikings 4-2-1. and one. God, I hate ties. <laughs> I hate you. Why is that third column still exist? It's, it's 2018, Joe. We can't have ties in football. Packers 3-2 and 1. Lions are 3 and 3. Bears are 3 and 3. I got to go with Minnesota. I still think that's the best team. Uh, I think defensively they are stout enough. I think that defense is going to wake back up. I know they've absorbed some injuries. The 20, 2018 rookie Mike Hughes went down with an ACL tear. But ultimately, I think that that team has too much talent. And Kirk Cousins is playing at a high level. I think they're a much better overall team than the rest of the competitors in this division. And I'll bet this damn tie plays a factor at the end of the season. That's my take. Joe, real quick, can you give me your NFC North winner right now?
0: Uh, Packers or Vikings, it's not the Lions.
1: Okay, so a hater. Yep. Joe Marino's a hater. Uh, at rocky sports underscore joe mixon is the best running back from the 2017 draft not named kamara
0: that's interesting because this 2017 running back class had uh, some horses in there aaron jones yeah. Leonard fournette christian mccaffrey dalvin cook kareem hunt james connor what a class, man. That's pretty ridiculous. So the question, uh, is, is Joe Mixon the best one not named Kareem or not named Alvin Kamara? Yeah. Yeah, he is. That's I'm fine with that. I don't think it's like a clear cut thing. I just listed like six other guys that are really exciting backs. It really changed the landscape of the NFL running back situation, but Mixon's special. And, uh, when he's been healthy, he's really produced and the uptick in production has been there. And so if
1: uh, I'm good, I'm good with that. And I know you are probably for sure as well. Well, Joe Mixon was my RB1 that year, so I'm, I'm going to trust the tape there. All right, Kyle, let's see here.
0: I got two, uh, two, two left. You got all two
1: right. more for me. I got one more for you.
0: That's true. But I get to pick this one.
1: Yes, this is all strategy here. All right, you're getting the other one from the respected man, man. All right, bring it on. This one's going to be short and sweet.
0: <laughs> the Raiders will never win another playoff game as long as Mark Davis is the owner. Certainly not another Super Bowl.
1: Agreed. Let's move on. Michael Baum. Kelvin Harmon has been wide receiver one since before the Metcalf injury, Joe. This one makes me a little hot under the collar. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and it's sad because I love Kelvin Harmon, but I yes. love DK Metcalf. I'm, that dude is special, man, special. We've been talking DK Metcalf for three months on this podcast and on the Draft Network. He's wide receiver one. He's been wide receiver one going into the season. Harmon's a good player, man, but I think it's a difference between Devontae Adams and Julio Jones. And, and, and people have asked me on Twitter, like, you know, what's the drop-off? Well, they're, they're both great, but do you want Julio? Do you want Devontae Adams? You're going to pick Julio every time. Those are not career projections okay get off your horse here for a second but uh I, I think that there is a, a drop off here from from Calvin Love his physicality his his ability to beat press and his play strength those are blue chip traits but he doesn't have the physical upside DK Metcalf has all right Kyle I've uh I got my own take this one comes from at the Joe Marino uh Joe Marino he is he really is <laughs> Uh, Okay, so I've been talking up Bryce Hall and the Virginia Cavaliers now for, what, two weeks? Uh, It's probably getting old. I'm the only person in the world talking about the Cavaliers. But check out the piece I wrote on Bryce Hall on thedraftnetwork.com. But my take for you, Kyle, is we're going to be at the ACC Championship game together. So keep that in mind. There's, There's implications here. Virginia wins the ACC Coastal Division. Now, here's the remaining schedule. They host North Carolina. They host Win. Pittsburgh. Win. They host Liberty. It's a non-conference game. Win. Win. They go to Georgia Tech. Keep in mind here. Go
1: ahead. So right now they're eight and one before Georgia Tech.
0: Uh, they have two losses this year. Five and two. So oh, they're I'm six sorry. and two, seven and two. They're eight and two going into Georgia eight Tech two. with one conference loss to NC State.
1: And then they've got Georgia Tech and Virginia Tech on the road to close both the on the road to close the season. <sighs> Man, I I think this really comes down to: Do you have the Hokies' remaining schedule left?
0: Do I have the Hokies? Well, that that can happen. That will happen really quick. Think about who's going to win that Virgin that Georgia Tech game. If okay, it, if Hokies.
1: I mean, it's it's weird because Tech triple option team on the road. It's a weird game, right? If I, if I were to say Virginia's going to lose one more game the rest of the way, Virginia Tech would also have to say. They'd lose another game because then you'd have to worry about a head-to-head tiebreaker if they lost Virginia Tech.
0: And Virginia Tech doesn't have an ACC loss right now,
1: right? That's what I mean. Yeah. So, but they've still got
0: a their, their remaining schedule is home against Georgia Tech, home against Boston College, at Pittsburgh, and then home against Miami and home against Virginia. Is there two losses in those games? This team just yes. beat North Carolina yes. twenty-two yes. to nineteen, brother.
1: Yes, yes. There's two losses in there. Okay, so give me give me Virginia, Virginia and Clemson in the ACC championship game. Give me nine and three Virginia against twelve and 0 Clemson in the ACC championship game.
0: So, so nine and three. So you're predicting a loss from Virginia the rest of the way.
1: Yes. But
0: it's still enough to get because they're they're going to win the head to head to Virginia Tech and Virginia Tech's going to lose two
1: more conference games. They'll they'll, I mean, they'll lose to Virginia and then they need to lose one out of Tech, Boston College, Pittsburgh and Miami.
0: Yeah, it's not impossible.
1: So that's your that's your pathway there for Virginia.
0: We both think it's going to happen.
1: God, let's root for it. Real hard. This can be a real barn
0: burner, Joe. Well, uh, to me, we, we got to root for whoever can give Virginia Tech the best, or sc- excuse me, whoever can give Clemson the best game because we want it to be competitive. Virginia is not going to compete with Clemson. I don't know, man. We're writing out Miami. Miami's in that side of the of the division. Yeah, they've Mark only got Ricked one has, loss. Has,
1: Ricked has boned this quarterback situation so freaking bad. They're, well, the, offensively they're not good
0: they've lost the head-to-head to virginia which matters they've got at boston mm-hmm. college duke at georgia tech at virginia tech and Pitt. is there another loss in that in that cluster probably man this team probably. just barely escaped florida
1: state at home probably yeah <laughs> whether it's the Hokies or duke dukes is a pretty good football team
0: hey, you can't tell you can't overlook them for sure
1: no they got to go to Absolutely. Blacksburg so so ACC is that what is that Coastal Division? That's the Coastal, yep. ACC Coastal Division winner will come into that ACC Championship game with three losses. Yeah. For sure. I don't know if anybody runs the table. I doubt it. So yeah. Joe takes on takes another rousing success. Thanks for bringing the rain. Thanks for making me think about Joe Flacco wearing my (laughs) Dolphins jersey next year. I know you've been eagerly awaiting that one. So hopefully we did not disappoint with takes on takes today. If you enjoyed the show and you want to give takes for next week, we'd like to extend the invitation for you to do so. uh, At us on Twitter, Joe is at the Joe Marino. I am at grinding the tape with your takes and the hashtag, please, so we find them. Takes on takes. We need the hashtag takes on takes to make sure that uh, it shows up in the queue when we go to collect all of these takes at the end of the week as we're in the pre-production for this podcast. Uh, Make sure you're swinging over to the Draft Network. We had a monster day the other day. We put out some excellent content that I know we're really happy about. We talked about the 2015 draft class and uh, some of the busts. Some of the good players that had moved on but weren't even busts. Brad Kelly put out a mock draft. Uh, good content. John Ledger did a stock report on prospects coming out of Week 8. So a lot of good stuff for you to check out over at thedraftnetwork.com as well. I'm Kyle Krabs with Joe Marino. Thanks so much, as always, for listening to the Draft Needs Podcast.